Welcome to the Collins Hill Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, joined by Eagles head coach and 2021 state champion, Lenny Gregory. And behind the microphone, our audio engineer, Bernardo Richardson. We'd like to thank McDonald's at 2370 Buford Drive for being our host for the Collins Hill Eagles Podcast. And our last week's game recap, sponsored by McDonald's. I'm loving it. The Collins Hill Eagles varsity squad took on the Sandy Creek Patriots in Tyrone, Georgia. Touchdowns from Isaiah Richardson and Ethan Campbell, along with a clutch field goal ball by Alfredo Cordero, pushed the score to 17. The defense, led by All-State linebacker Deion Crawford and defensive back Jaden Davis, held the Patriots to 14 in the first half. The second half, unfortunately, did not favor the Eagles with a rash of injuries sidelining a number of our starters. The Eagles were unable to keep up with the potent Sandy Creek offense with the final score finishing 33-7. Coach, you got to be happy about the first half, the way our kids played going up against a really good team going on the road. But unfortunately, the loss was our second of the year, and it was a tough loss for our team. Um, yeah, you said potent Sandy Creek offense. Let me correct that real quick. They only had 100 yards offense on us. It was it was um, it's really us, you know, the mistakes that that we were that we made. You know, we talked about it all year. We have a young team. You know, we go into the fourth quarter with a with a 17-14 uh, lead, and um, you know we had a chance to to go up, and um, you know we dropped a pass, and we go to kick a field goal, we miss a field goal that would have put us up 20 to 14, and we had some good momentum there, and um, then you know they punted it, and we did, we didn't field the ball, and uh, kind of flipped the field, we had a penalty, and then um, you know then. We just imploded, you know, with turnovers. We had three turnovers, uh, two turnovers that resulted in a touchdown, and then a, uh, a pick six that resulted in a touchdown. And you know, it was one of the craziest, you know, three minutes that I've ever been a part of, where you go from winning the game to, you know, the game being over, and um, very frustrating. Um, but you know, I mean, I think. Looking at uh, you, you know where we are maturity-wise and our just the mistakes that that um, you know we made on on Friday, I think they're very teachable again. And um, I think, you know, so we just gotta we gotta learn. We gotta we gotta grow up. So 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 uh, what would, what you would say is it wasn't necessarily Sandy Creek that that really dominated us. It was it was us shooting ourselves in the foot constantly. That that just kind of just put us over the point where we just weren't able to come back. You know, look, I'm not going to take anything away from Sandy Creek because, you know, their kids went out there and sacked our quarterback and caused a fumble. They were they were flying around. They, they got a good football team. Um, you know, but it's just, un, you know, the game, of, the game of football is about winning the turnover battle. And we turned it over four times. It resulted in four touchdowns. And um, three of those touchdowns of the four – our defense had red zone opportunities and couldn't make a stop. So when you look at it, you know, it's not so much taken away from Sandy Creek as, you know, things that we've got to improve on. We've got to improve on our red zone defense. So if we get in that situation again, we got to find a way to get a stop. You know, we they were 100% inside the red zone. You know, we, we got in the red zone six times and we scored two, you had two field goals and one touchdown. So we were three for six in the red zone. You know, and then look at starting field position, you know, not fielding a punt. We had an injury, our starting punt returner goes out, put a backup in, not as comfortable. So, 
you know, we had a lot of kids come in that had to that had to play. So, um, good experience for our kids to, to get depth. Um, but look at but looking at the situation, we got to get better at the red zone offense. We got to get uh, you know clean up the turnovers. And this is uh, this is just you know characteristic again. And, I, and I'm not trying to make excuses. We just got to grow up. And and uh, you know so we went to work this week and. Just fixing our mistakes. Did you see those young guys kind of grow up this week in practice with the practice mentality? How would you characterize our practice this week as opposed best, to last week? Uh, you wouldn't believe it. It's the best week of practice we've had all year. And, um, you know, today was our Wednesday practice. And, you know, it's usually kind of my indicator of, of, of how we're going to play on Friday. I look at Wednesdays. You know, we call it winning Wednesdays. And it's all situational. And so, you know, look at third third and long, you know, what was your percentage of wins in third and long? And last week, you know, not very good. And then you look at the game and, we, you know, we weren't very good on third and long. And then, you know, look at the red zone. We already talked about the red zone. We weren't very good last week on Wednesday in red zone situations. You know, today, you know, and I could, I could be wrong, but we, we went out today and we – we were phenomenal today. And the kids, the kids have, man, they've been fantastic. You know, we've had some injuries and had kids step up. But I think a lot of kids are understanding that, you know, we have an obligation to perform at a certain standard um, that, that, the, that the class before us set. And, you know, it's homecoming this week, and the standard is set, and we got to play to that standard. And I think the kids understand that. So they're very businesslike this week. They're very they're very locked in. Um, great energy today in practice. As good an energy as we've had in a long time. That's great to hear, Coach. I can attest to that. The kids were extremely crisp today in the Wednesdays. Not a lot of drop balls. The defense was on point. Kids were flying around. You know, they were thudding everybody up, like you said. You didn't want anybody on the ground today. They did a really good job of doing that, of keeping everybody healthy for the game on Friday. Um, but this week, we got, a, we got a new challenge in front of us. We've got the Westlake Lions who are coming in to Collins Hill to take us on. Um, we talked about the preparation, and I'm not going to ask about Westlake because, as you have said before in the past, it's about us. It's about how we perform, and the kids have improved quite a bit. Um, what are the keys to, the, to winning on Friday night for us? Well, the key, you know, again, is going to come down to, you know, physicality you know we've got to be the more physical football team and um, you know the last two losses that we've had when you look at it we, we were not the most physical team on the field I think that's the number one key to victory is we've got to play a physical brand of football and we've got to you know we got to win the snap ratio right I mean we've got to we got to do better and you know look at last week you know we won the snap ratio we, we had more snaps on offense than they had we had more yards on offense than Sandy Creek had Okay, so now it comes down to the other thing that I talk about, and that's turnovers. We got to win the turnover battle. All right, that's that's key. So, you know, making sure we win the snap ratio, making sure that you know that that we win the turnover battle, and then it comes down to special teams. You know, winning the special teams battle. So, you know, we did a good job last week. I thought on special teams, I really do, and we've been playing really good on special teams. So we just got to keep that going, and you know, don't have any hiccups there. I'd like to see us make that field goal instead of miss the field goal. You know, we can improve there. And then I think situational football, you know, you know, we've got to stay out of third and long. And, um, 
you know, if we if we do get in third and long, we gotta we gotta convert, and I think we gotta be really, you know, we gotta be elite when we get in the red zone to score, and in our red zone defense, has gotta be good. We gotta bow our necks and make stops. So I think that's that's it. And um, you know, if we can play a good clean game and not turn the ball over, um, you know, I I really feel good about where we're at right now. Excellent. Thanks, Coach, for your thoughts on the past week and the upcoming games. Next, we'll be speaking with a few of our players of the week. I want to send a special thanks to Susan Plunkett for sponsoring our players of the week. Our player of the week is Dion Crawford. Our offensive player of the week is Jaden Davis. Jaden, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here today. Jaden, you play offense. You play defense. You were instrumental in moving the ball on offense. You got some real critical first downs to keep our offense moving. What allows you to be successful on the offensive side of the ball? Um, offensively, uh, I feel like uh, I can take top off. I can move the ball down the field. And uh, I feel like my route running is really good. And that's really good. And that helped us uh, get first downs. Like on, uh, I believe it was the first drive, I had, uh, ran a comeback. And I had just cooked the corner. And I just caught the ball out of bounds and move sticks. Now, when you say cook the corner, I, I, there might be some people who don't understand that. Could you explain that in layman's terms? So for somebody like me who may not understand that, go ahead and explain that to me in depth and detail. Uh, well, cook the corner, I mean, I ran. I stood him inside. I stood him back outside, and then I sold the post. And he bit on the post. He kept running with the post, and I snapped it back down for a corner. So, I mean, a comeback. So... The corner was cooked, so he was beat, basically. Do you think your, you playing on the defensive side of the ball in the defensive backfield kind of helps you understand what the defensive backs are doing when they're playing against you? Uh, yes. I feel like that helps out a lot because I know the technique of a DB, and I know how to uh, work the technique of a DB and make them feel uncomfortable in his pedal and stuff like that. Excellent. Well, Jay, I'm glad you're on our side. Next up, our Defensive Player of the Week is Ethan Campbell. Our Special Teams Player of the Week is Cortez Hayes. And our Scout Team Player of the Week is Neville Cover. Our Hair on Fire Award goes to Jakari Thomas. And our Lineman of the Week, Big Cam Daniels. Once again, we'd like to thank McDonald's at 2370 Buford Drive for sponsoring our game recap and our players recap. Don't forget to come by after the game on Friday and pick yourself up a double quarter pounder with cheese. And don't forget that McDonald's Coca-Cola scientifically does taste better than every other place in the world. Tomorrow, our ninth grade will be playing Mountain View to take on the Bears. And don't forget September 23rd at 7.30, your Collinsville Eagles will be taking on the Westlake Lions at Faring Field at home. Coach, your message to Eagle Nation. Well, we need a, we need a 12th man. You know, it's homecoming, so... I hope that the alumni come back, former players come back, and um, and cheer us on and support us. And you know, I promise we're going we're, we're going to give it all we got. We're going to perform, and we're going to we're going to defend the hill. Coach, good luck on Friday, and it's a great day to be an Eagle.